When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> the thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball. And on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been this has been absolutely beautiful you guys i can't believe it's come to an end um you guys will always be in my heart and uh i sincerely sincerely appreciate it no words can describe how i feel about you guys and uh thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart i god i love you guys and uh i love you guys and uh, my family to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. He's the best player in the game. It's just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your mug. He will do whatever it takes. He is the most complete basketball player in the game today. Bar none. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, I said this when the trade went down, and I'll repeat it again. Who's starving more for an NBA World Championship more than Kobe Bryant? There is no one. This guy is highly motivated. What separates Kobe from the pack? From the pack. More than Kobe Bryant. Bryant. There is there no is one. No one. Kobe doing work. Two on my shirt. He the greatest on the court, and I'm the greatest on the verse. Going for the fourth ring like it was his first. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Minnow. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today, buddy? The, I'm all right, man. The grind. <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm all right. The grind. Well, I want to go in. I'm just... 
<laughs> go in on what? On just the, the, the topic we were discussing previously, or yeah, the the rant. But I feel like even my friends are calling out. They're like, "Are you just like habitually job hunting?" And I'm like, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> but now it's like stressful, and just everything about it kind of drives me off the wall. But 2020, stay positive. <laughs> uh, Facts. That's that's that's, 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 the most that's not the attitude part. Kobe'd want me to have. Too. Facts. That's all like, true. Actually, but yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, okay, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit later. You sure he's, no, also, no, no, no. Are you sure you're going to have the juice for that? Because every time we say we're going to talk about it later, true, later on we true, come back to you like, oh, I don't have the juice for this anymore the same way that I did <laughs> when we started. What, what, where are we gonna, so the Kobe thing is actually, it's taken a mental toll on me too because I've been... Dude, look, it's been draining. But like not, this. obviously the sadness and everything is its whole old thing, but I don't have the mama mentality. <laughs> I just, I Wait, hold up, hold up. I don't know if it's another, it's not another guy in his league that can accomplish some of the things that he's doing right now. Oh, shit, I, I, I kind of wanted to hear LeBron say how great Kobe was right there. But, um, yeah, no, go get back to your point. <laughs> so I'm trying to, like, grind and hustle and everything, and, like, I don't have the mama mentality. Like, I was like, I'm going to get up at 6 today, like, do all this and stuff. And, like, I sleep in for two hours. And it's really, really killing me right now because everyone's like, oh, what, Kobe? And I get on Twitter and everyone's like, oh, like, hardest working guy alive. And, like, he just did it. And, like, honestly, again, there's just so much stuff I have to say. But, like, I, re I respect Kobe so much more than these, like, Gary V assholes and everything, right? Like, co like people like that are just actually about it, right? They're not trying to sell you a dream. So, he's just, it's really taking toll. <laughs> not having the Mamba mentality. I have the white Mamba mentality. Like, I just, like, I, I'm weak. Who, who's the white Mamba again? Uh, Brian Scalpin. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I got, <laughs> I got the work ethic, Brian. I always get him and Matt Bonner confused because Matt Bonner was a Red Rocket when he was in Toronto for yeah, a bit. Yeah, Matt Bonner is he a bit more legit, though, like. Yeah, and yeah. he actually used to ride the TTC when he was here in Toronto, yeah, so people yeah. would actually he was, see him. He was outside. the first New Balance sponsor in the NBA. Was he actually? Yeah, he had New Balance sponsors like seven, eight years ago. Oh, yeah, shit. I did not know that. I remember that. I'd be like, that is the whitest, <laughs> most accurate thing ever. And now, now it's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, come full circle. Yeah, no, I agree, though. The Kobe thing was, like, pretty pretty hard and, like, heartbreaking. And I think in terms of, like, the work ethic thing, just making those changes is just, like, um, Baby steps. I know how much you hate Gary V, but he does Yo, offer some pretty I also good advice have a funny time, time. So my dad has fully drank the Gary V Kool-Aid. He sends you the clips? Not just Gary V, like obscure ones. Guys with like 3,000 followers who are talking to themselves. <laughs> they wake up today and kill it. Like, God bless and stuff. I'm like, Yo, what? And my dad, my dad, like every time, this is this is new sol solution. Like he's like, it's it's insane. My dad's gone whole entrepreneur business thing, and like this false bravado, bravado, like positivity, and that is not the man I know at all. <laughs> so like our conversations are becoming so awkward. He sent me a book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's one. That's one of the most it's like, like the classic most cheesy books. though. Too, I, I haven't read it, so I can't but, like, say it's cheesy. It's cheesy but it's, it's, like it's a classic. Yeah, opinion. and he's like. Like hope things get better. I'm like, nigga, I need money, <laughs> not books. E-trans for me. Yeah, that, that would be helpful for sure. But no, I mean, I appreciate like. No, no, least, I, I know. I'm old. Yeah. Like to have a supportive dad alone is like I can't complain. But we're that's just not my personality, and it's so hard to bite my tongue. You're like these guys are idiots, dad. Like I, I think the funniest part is the fact that you're like. 
that is not the father that I knew growing no, up. My dad was like, such a pessimistic yeah, asshole. And I know he's just like, oh, this is sorry, he's starting his own business type thing. So I yeah. know he's just doing this for, because he messaged me this morning. He's like, I need to see more positive tweets and Facebook posts. I was like, do you not know your son? Like, are you kidding me? And so he went, it, like, I'm just, and I know he's just doing it because he's older and he, like, obviously wants to succeed. And I know this isn't in his, like, personality. He's a very pessimistic person. Yeah. And he's, but he's posting all this. That he took pictures with these people. Like, friends are good for work and stuff. You hate people. Like, you know what I mean? He's posting pictures. I'm like, I've never seen these people in my life. And he's, like, calling them their best friends and stuff. And, like, and it's just so funny. And then he posts about my mom. And then I can hear my mom in the background, like, on the phone when I'm talking. Like, my mom's telling him, like, go fuck himself. And then on, on Facebook, he's like, I love my wife. I miss my child. And then my dad's messaging me. I miss me on, my child. Yeah. Like, and my dad's messaging me on Facebook. Be like, oh, kill yourself. Like, <laughs> So just like this at like my dad has now drank the Kool-Aid and it's I understand it, but it's it's so bizarre. I mean, so. I, I guess it keeps him going because sometimes reading those positivity things you do, do like change your t- it changes your mentality a little bit going throughout the my, day. But I, I know what you mean. It's, I will. It's kind of funny my dad's that. had a very tough upbringing. Yeah. And hard life. And the fact that he even got out of that to here and is made a, a life for him is like amazing. So I can't I, I, w- I won't like criti- like I'll make fun of him. But whatever he needs. <laughs> but it's to, my dad. You can't say shit. <laughs> yeah, but as like, you death exa- me. <laughs> exactly. Like you know what I mean. I still gas him, and like I'm just happy the man's sixty and still trying to pursue what he wants. Yeah, you know what I mean. So is he retired officially or no? He's still. Uh, he like he's he was in the navy and stuff. So he retired from the navy and he just kind of like moved around trying to like find something that makes him happy. He's jumped. Doesn't around. he do? Yeah. Doesn't he do uh, real mortgage? Real estate. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, but like, and he's kind of stuck with this, and like, it's whatever. I think he's just he's quarter like midlife late life crisis or whatever but yeah it, it seems to generally make him happy so it's hard not it's hard to shit on him but it's still sometimes it's so hard to bite my tongue more happy post gay bro like, Nick, you, <laughs> i didn't have a happy childhood like how you were never happy towards me <laughs> yeah. to you never me, showed me love he, what are you talking he gave me about? the mom mentality. i used to walk home when i like i got like kicked out of basketball games yeah he would literally he'd <laughs> leave before i got the game was over. The buzzer would go off, and he just leave, and I'd have to walk home. That, that's fair, though. You got kicked out of the game, no, so he's yeah. teaching you a lesson. Looking back at it, don't yeah. get kicked out of the game. But I'm also like, I'm, what did I'm, you get kicked out for? I, yeah, completely. I, it was a nut job. I was throwing chairs on the thing and stuff, like rightfully so. But I was still also 14, 15, like more of like. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say you were like seven or eight. Then I'd be like, okay, I'd have some sympathy. 14, 15, you can get your ass home. I, he drove you me there, walk though. Like, Uber wasn't even around then. Like, I got lost in bad areas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, I just looked in your eyes and you're like, <laughs> he drove me there, bro. The pain, 20 years later, oh my god. He drove me there. I'm in full, like, some of the football too, so I'm in full football pads walking. <laughs> Other parents like, do you want a ride? I'm like, no, my dad says I have to walk and he'll know if I get nah, a ride. You should have just taken the ride and then <laughs> just, just like, waited. Like, no, told them to that. drop you off. Here's my house. And they drop you off like. Ten down, like ten houses down, down the block. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't have the foresight when I was thirteen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was he more drove too. Me here. I wasn't worried about the walk. It was Holy more shit. of my dad not loving me. That's true. But no, I, looking back, I totally deserved it. Um, but it was that's still, a tradition I'm going to keep alive. For yeah, my son. Like, I, but it wasn't like just like I played. It wasn't bad games. It was like I had. I was a hothead. Like it was for yeah. getting kicked out of games. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, Black Mamba. Um, before we get to that, some housekeeping That's news. My Kobe story. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone else is like, "Oh, I made me work out." I'm like, <laughs> the mama mentality ruined my family structure. <laughs> oh my god! See, I kind of want to use that as the fucking 
as a fucking title for this episode. <laughs> but because of the state of like the internet, that might be a little bit too harsh for people to think we're making fun of it. Or it might be. Oh my god! Just listen first. Give it a chance. Yeah, that's before true. Before we get canceled. Oh Jesus Christ! That is pretty funny. The mama mentality broke my family structure. <laughs> But yeah, some housekeeping news, guys. As always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's Google, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. We are now also officially on Stitcher, which is big. Why didn't news you tell me you were us. doing that? Why didn't Why didn't you give, Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't I, you communicate with I, me? <laughs> why didn't you let me know? You just make all these yeah, decisions okay, last okay, week. I have okay, to, I have okay. to see what you did. I have to log on and not, not not even tell me. Like this is on par with Vanessa finding out from TFZ. Like, <laughs> well played, well played, good sir. Um. Some of you guys may not know what Gabe is referencing right now, but it's pretty funny to me just because we had a discussion previously about some shit. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. It just happened. It just happened, all right? That's a I pretty pl- big move I, for our brand. I applied. <laughs> not to be told. But. I applied for it, and then it just it just worked out. Okay. By, by the grace of Kobe, it worked out, man. Um, Wait, is that what? What was the applic- Like the process? Does not um, everyone get accepted? Like, it was. It was some difficult. <laughs> I'm totally bullshitting. No, no. this is it's the same process as putting it up for everywhere else. But um, I heard Stitcher was a big platform, yeah. and, and it was confusing because I never knew how to actually access to put it on because I kept like typing in Stitcher.com, but it's <laughs> apparently an app. So in order to put it on, you had to go through like a different link in uh, order to get it on, yeah. and then you had to like register or some shit. That's again why I don't have um, the mama mentality because I've gone like three right, times. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is too confusing. Yeah, I was, and I have the, jobs to apply for. <laughs> <laughs> the first like two or three times I tried to do it, I was like, man, this is mad confusing. And like, I asked someone who I knew who had a podcast on Stitcher how to do it, um, but they had a producer, so it was a producer that did it. So I, sh- I shot him a, a message on Instagram, and he was supposed to get back to me, but then he just never did. So I was just like, okay, I guess let's just go fuck myself and I'll just figure it out on my own. Networking, um, bro. But then, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> Literally, uh, like two months later, I guess, I just like was like, okay, let me let me try and figure it out again since I have the time. And then um, that's the mama mentality. I, I googled it, yeah. Because I, I visited Stitcher like four times and like tried to like Google it like <laughs> briefly, and then I'm just like sitting there for an hour and it's like, I guess that's how they like weed people out the week. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I ended up getting it up, and now now we're on there. Um, so yeah, let's move on to this Kobe news. Um, I know the last few days have been pretty hard on anyone who who knew Kobe Bryant and grew up with him as his hero. Um, but even for the people who weren't like huge Kobe Bryant fans, like people who like my mom, um, who didn't watch a lick of basketball really, um, even she like knew about Kobe and like sent me stuff about Kobe and like all these videos that she ended up seeing online. She would send to me. I actually have a funny story about my mom. Um, so when, mom sliding in the DMs when, now too? No, no, no. Uh, she sends it through our WhatsApp. Okay, that's where all the Africans and immigrants, yeah, uh, no, I and know. use used to to discuss their matters. Most of it's honestly bullshit, like chain mails that you used to get when you were back in um, MSN Messenger days, like those types of things. But um, funny story when when Kobe did end up passing away and like the news had broken, uh, my mom called me and. She was telling me, like, oh, did you hear Kobe Bryant passed away? And I'm like, yeah, it's super sad. And um, I remember, like, talking to her because someone had told me that it was, like, all his daughters were on it. So I was like, oh, and, like, his daughters passed away, too. She's like, no, 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 that's bullshit. That's a lie. Um, It was just, like, his one daughter that ended up passing away. Your mom was breaking the news. And then a little bit. And then she she had sent the – she I think 
it was either my brother who'd sent her the the link about it or she had sent it to my brother and when she found out the news she sent a message to my brother being like kobe bryant passed away and then she replied saying that's dope and then i was like mom why why would you say that's dope she's like oh doesn't dope mean that it's really sad i'm like no like dope means something is really cool and she's like oh okay so your brother probably thinks i'm a monster now and he's like <laughs> Yo, that's like absolute boomer, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, that's a combination isn't, of like is an African absolute, boomer, yeah. some like immigrant boomer, like misunderstanding. That's exactly, hilarious. pretty much. And I'm like, no, mom, yeah, it doesn't mean dope. She's that's like, yeah, so your brother probably thinks I'm an absolute monster right now. And she's like, oh, I should probably, I should probably correct that. Then yeah. she's like, oh, so what's, so what's the word for when something's when something's sad but you want to say it in a cool way? I'm like, we don't have one. There, there is, have- there isn't one yet. But dope used to mean sad, cool. But in a cool- <laughs> dope means cool now and and it's not it's not sad like you thought it was originally um that's yeah the, and, that's yeah, the one my mom did was when lol she thought lots of love so she'd be like <laughs> steve died mom she'd be like lol what lots of love. jesus yeah that's pretty that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah. um so yeah um that that was the that was the story about my mom and then um what what did she do afterwards she did something afterwards did you like talk um, to your mom about it? Like a little bit. Like with I your mom is that no, 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 I, I didn't. I didn't grieve at first because I still didn't want to believe that the that the news was true when I even when I first like read it and stuff like that. Like my my buddy, my good buddy, had sent it to me. Dan, uh, he sent me the news and he's like, "I hope this isn't real." And I saw TMZ at first and like I know TMZ is not the most reputable, but usually they're pretty right about this shit. But I was like, they've been wrong before, so I'm like, th- I'm like definite that this isn't real and like yeah. these guys these guys have definitely made a mistake here because it's fucking kobe bryant like you don't expect a guy like that like all the other heroes in the nba have been around for so long um and we'll kind of get to this because I, I do want to touch on this topic but like i just in a thousand years would never guess that kobe bryant would be the one to pass away so young um and so early so <clears throat> when he sent me that i was just like no nah, like there's no way this is real and then I remember going online and seeing a little bit more stories and I'm like, fuck, like this can't be happening. And the more people started to send me stuff. And then at one point I was just like, all right, this is, this is actually what happened. And then my mom had called me. Um, and then we talked a little bit about it on the phone. Um, but I didn't, I didn't particularly grieve on that first day. Like I felt sad. I think it was more so the second day where I felt a little bit more fucked up. Um, but the rest of the day, I pretty much didn't really do shit. Cause I was just like, one, I have a broken foot, so I can't really do shit in the first place. But it was just mentally draining to really think about the whole Kobe situation. Super sad. Um, I've, yeah, I've literally never looked at my phone more in my life. Like, I couldn't. I woke. Emily messaged me or was like, yo, why are people saying, like, why are people posting? She thought it was, like, an inside joke, Kobe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some internet thing she didn't understand. Like, a weird meme or that. Because the internet's killed other people, too, before. And, like, nothing. Yeah, she, just, like, like, she saw, like, really two or three posts. It. And she yeah. thought, like, she's not on it like that. So she just thought it was some, like, inside, like, whatever. There's a weird, like, your, your typical, like, Twitter joke type. Yeah. And I was like, I was like that sounds weird because I don't know about that either. So then I look at my phone and then it starts popping up on Twitter and coming up. And it, it just says, Kobe's dead. I'm like, nah. And then I see more and more. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. And just once I it finally hit, it took about 40 minutes for you guys to look like, okay, this is real. And I just, I, I didn't take my eyes on my phone for the next like 12 hours. 
Jeez. But, yeah, I just sat there. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I put my phone down and I didn't do it. I didn't leave my room. I just I kept reading like details and then trying to find out if Rick Fox died. If yeah, that all that yeah, his daughter like at first it was all four daughters. So I was like, on it right when that stuff was coming out, right? Yeah. So I was just sitting there and I didn't cry, but I like everything inside of me wanted to cry. Yeah. Um and I had a really bad night before, and so I was just sitting there and it was weird because i aren't like i've been less sad and cried before but like that there's like my body was still like in shock okay you don't and it was just, even when i got past the shock it was like the idea the certainty of being so sad but not knowing this person and being this sad was messy with me still yeah like you know still just seems so weird to cry over someone you've never met yeah no matter how much you watch them on TV or whatever. And so for that day, I didn't cry or anything. It didn't, I was sad and I was more like, it was a confusion of like, why do I feel this way? And then the next few days when I finally like started to understand, I'm not going to go into all of that, but what made it that made me upset, then I like actually cried the next day and was like super upset the next two days. Because I think out of everyone that we like follow and all that, like I legitimately expected Kobe to land the, the helicopter or like fix it or like out of anyone in my life like growing up who's real yeah he seemed like the most like super immortal human being yeah, yeah the idea like the mortality for being at our age now when our parents get sick and older and people are starting to like die around us our grandparents and that this one person and you're still trying to like deny mortality in your life and then the one person kind of like the poster boy of you don't know and are more perfect than your parents and all these people that have passed away because for whatever reason you know they're human for him to die it changed how i look at like mortality and all this like more meaning stuff in my life so the last the next two days after that is yeah. when i was like yo this is crazy like i couldn't fathom it and yeah it was just it's messed with my <laughs> in so many different aspects it's yeah my head. i mean yeah seeing like someone that you view as immortal passing away so early is just like it just changes your perspective on death itself and like how it can happen at any literally given moment. And I know, I know some people are like, oh, that's like a little bit dramatic. But I mean, it's actually factual when you think about it now because um, not even now, but just in general, like it, it, like usually when you think about death, like it's something you think about in the future, way later. Mm -hmm. um, so as a result, I feel like sometimes you take certain things for granted. But like these types of uh, situations kind of remind us that you can't necessarily take everything for granted. Like you have to. You have to literally, like, at least or, like, try and be the best and live your best life, like, each and every day as, like, hard and mundane as that can be because sometimes you just do get caught up in life and, like, life ends up just being automatic for you at some point. Um, but these types of reminders just kind of pull us out of that and, like, show us, like, the reality of what the situation is. Um, I, I do want to go back into something you said as well, too, because... You said you're on your phone and you're list and you're like getting all the information about like what had actually happened in the crash. That was the reason why I actually put down my phone because I fucking hated reading all the the infactual statements that people were putting out there. And it's it's actually like journalistically bullshit that there's so many news stations that they, are willing to finally put out suspended that guy, but too little too late. Oh, good. I mean that. I mean yeah, too little too late, but still good that they ended up taking some proactive measure. But I mean like. Even if he, even if it was on his onus, like he probably has like an editor or something like that. Like it goes, still through, up to it ABC goes to the channels. To yeah, nah. it goes up to like, yeah, how exactly. Much do you know? It still goes up to the other people who are in the room 
um, deciding on putting out that story. So the fact that so many of these stations are putting out bullshit just to get it first, like just to be the first ones out there. And I understand we're in an age where like being the first okay. means you're going to get the most clicks and make the most money. But it's like it's actually disgusting to the people who are involved and like the families involved and just people in general who you're, like look up. You're one of the few people though who can actually complain though. This is my problem with it. Yeah. If you put your phone down and we're like, let the news sort itself out. Yeah. Here's the thing. Everyone on Twitter though, that was immediately commenting after. Yeah. You're why they're doing it though. Like oh, that, yeah. that video of they, when they people posted Vanessa um, and what she couldn't cry. Like she couldn't stop crying for more than 10 seconds. And everyone immediately commented after being like, we shouldn't like know this. This shouldn't be put out there. You're eating like you're eating it up. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like you're. You, I. I'm not complaining about TMZ and stuff because like people were saying TMZ found out before Vanessa got to find out. And I'm like I'm part of the reason why. Like I want to know ASAP. And I don't even really deep 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 down. Like I'm buying into the the fake shit too. Like yeah. I was telling people right away as soon as I read it. I didn't b bother <laughs> fact checking. I was in group chat blowing that up. So that's why I don't like. I don't have the right to complain because I'm feeding this. Like yeah. I fully admit it. And like the fact that you put it down, I like I want to do that. I want to be that person, but like I can't and I admit it. But I'm also not going to complain because I'm part of the reason why it's a problem. Like yeah. the fact that you could put your phone down and just let it all sort itself out is actually like impressive and I wish I could do that. And I think you're one of the few people who can actually be in that position to complain because like it's just the irony of people not seeing that just because you're complaining but watching like you're watching the full like those videos of people like this is too much when all the players are crying and shit yeah you watch that shit 10 times over though to complain about that's too much like i'm not gonna so you're saying like, you're feeding invasive, into it but yeah, yeah i'm I, I love that stuff man like i watch every <laughs> single no but like no it's just so the human component of it's so yeah i wanted i googled every single part i saw the lebron one pj tucker every single one of them and like every comment was like, this is like too much and so i'm like you're watching i know you're watching it with me you're looking for the very next one you're, if you thought it was too much you wouldn't, you wouldn't click be it, you just yeah. move on. Like, you know what I mean? And if you do that, you can do that and complain. But that was, like, my issue with it, too. So, like, yeah, go on. But, like, I, re I respect the fact that you can do that and you put your phone down. At first, I was mad. I was like, where's this nigga? We're trying to run a podcast here. I was, was going to give you a few hours. This guy literally went ghost for 24 hours. Two, and oh then, no, it was more like two days. No, I didn't yeah, really yeah, say well, like from, It wasn't until Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the news happened like, Sunday and I didn't say shit. And I was like, okay, Tuesday. fair enough. And I guess it's not like we're going live on air. But then I'm like, so. <laughs> that was, in, in retrospect, okay. And I respect it because he's doing his part. For the media and that, so okay. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't so much for me. It was just for myself, man. No, I, just I know. I know. I know that too. But like I, again, it's healthy. I wish like nothing about my life has changed, but got progressively worse for taking all that garbage in. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I wish I could do that. So, but at the time, I'm like, what is this guy doing, <laughs> man? Like, where is he? I'm yeah, stuck that with was Bo, that, that was the, yeah. I know <laughs> anything about this. twenty years old. I don't even know who Kobe is. Kobe's the retired guy to him. <laughs> that was the funniest shit when you're just like, yo, nigga, where the fuck are you? Yeah, like, it was just like, what is happening, um, right? I honestly was like, I, could, I was like, he, okay, he was a Kobe fan, but like, I have friends who are Dude, no, bigger I was, Kobe I was, fans. Dude, no, I was a diehard Kobe fan. But like, like I've been watching, I've been watching Kobe like, I was since like, I was I, a fucking I was like, like, I have child. one or two friends, I'm like, good chance they might have killed themselves too. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, okay, like, in my mind, like, K-pop is a rational person, but <laughs> it's been two days. Like, and I'm going to have to, like, go on air solo. Like, Kobe died and Papa did too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is my guy? Yeah, because no, because it was just like I I heard all these different stories that were coming out, and it was just too much to take in at one time. Because I remember last year when Nipsey Hussle had passed away, like, like it, it, it's two different circumstances. Like the reason why I cried for Nipsey was because 
of his involvement in the black community and what he was trying to do to progressively push us forward and from where he came and like on a musical front like i wasn't i wasn't the biggest nipsey hustle fan but like i did like his album um that he dropped that um the year before and then the fact that he or that year and then the fact that he passed away um in the manner that he happened to it was just like that like fucked me up it's the same thing with um with Mac, like Mac kind of fucked me up too. Like when that news came out, because I'd grown up listening to his music, I was like, man, like him dying at fucking the same age I was, was fucking tragic. So after those two deaths, I just vowed to myself that like, whenever a celebrity who I really like fuck with dies, I'm not going on social media because it's honestly just a cesspool. Like I couldn't bear the news of people like sending me like different conflicting stories being like, at one moment, I just think it's Kobe. Then the next moment and like, his four daughters and his and his wife was on the plane. Then the next yeah, moment, then the next moment, it's like it's Rick's Fox. Honestly, Rick it's Fox, Rick Fox. And that fuck, yeah, that's my Canadian hero. Exactly. Girl, like, so I'm like, yo, Rick Fox is a Canadian legend the on the basketball Rick, court. Steve Nash, like he was my Steve Nash. So like. yeah, so when Rick, Rick Fox fucking died, then people were like two seconds later, like, no, that's not true. It's yeah. infactual. I'm like, dude, like you guys are sending me through a fucking roller coaster of emotions with all these stupid ass stories that aren't even fucking true. So I was like, I'm just gonna take myself off the internet. And just not discuss this with anyone. Like, from time to time, I would come on and see people posting, like, uh, their messages towards Kobe. Which is fine. Honestly, I kind of enjoyed the fact that so many people grieved about Kobe Bryant. Like, people who I'd never thought of in a million years. Like, I went to the grocery store, and this old lady named Judith was, like, (laughs) telling me about Kobe Bryant and how he passed away. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I don't even think you fucking watched basketball and she she made a like funny funny comment. She's like, oh yeah, he was he was a really good looking guy too. I really wish yeah. I really wish I could have got my chance at him. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, Judith, which made me feel better. But um, yeah, the, just all those conflicting stories are just fucked with Man, me. So I was just I, like, honestly, I'm, I'm not this, going online anymore. This got to be like we have other stuff to discuss. But I, like, there's just so much shit I have to say about the Kobe and experience too. And like, it was nuts. You see that clip of. Kenny Smith and Rick Fox on TV. They're like, "So, Rick, you're not dead." Like, and like <laughs> I, I saw was... that he sat down with those guys, but, but I did not see. It. Yeah, I didn't, I, watch I, it. I didn't want to watch it first. I went back. I was like, "I gotta see the awkwardness of this." He's like, "Yeah." So I'm texting Rick. <laughs> Kenny Smith's like, "I'm texting Rick." Like, yeah, Shaq said just, he Shaq like, just said he K, <laughs> and he's like, "K," and then Rick's just sitting there like this guy. He's like, "Yeah," like him explaining, just like I'm so awkward. He's like. So I'm not dead. And he looked beat up, man. He looked exhausted. Yeah. Like, the media screwed. Like, his kids were worried that he was dead. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. The me- like, they destroyed lives, Yeah, bro. that's actually like, insane. Like, and then like, Rick Fox, like, position. Rick Fox is a good-looking guy. And he just looked like he hadn't slept for, like, 48 <laughs> hours, yo. And he's like, yeah, so I guess you guys heard I'm not dead. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. And I'm just like, honestly, that's when it all hit me in. Hit me up, but... Again, I'm still part of that problem because I was in group chat. Rick Fox is dead. Yo, Rick Fox is dead. Uh, yeah, Everyone, like. Rick, Fo- Rick Fox is dead. Like, you know what Rick Fox meant to me? And the five minutes like, Rick Fox ain't dead. Never mind. Like, and I was like, I can't believe Kobe lost all four of his daughters in the, and, in the group chats. And then I was like, never mind. His, all his daughters are alive now. Just Vanessa's dead. I'm like, oh, never mind. Vanessa's alive. Oh, Gigi's dead. Like, I'm like, and then someone sent me a clip of the helicopter crashing. And I'm, I watched I'm so, that. I'm five so times glad over. I did not. It's get not that real one. though. It was a. It's a. It's a oh, that was okay. a fake clip. I'm so glad and I didn't. It was get like that Saudi, though. and everyone's. And I got that like message like ten times over too. So like, not, it's obviously not just me. It's everyone else doing it. And then the same people are complaining like about like the new. I wasn't really complaining because. I'm part of the problem. But yeah. yeah, it's absolute it was it was the Wild Wild West. Like I feel like that's what like living in the eighteen hundreds, like lawless, but now it's on the social media. Like twenty years from now, like we're gonna have rules and it's 
gonna be more regulated. People are like I can't believe like how crazy it was. I fucking hope so, but I don't. I don't. Think, yeah, I, I don't. Gonna I don't. Be more crazy. We I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's just gonna, places. <laughs> we got zombies tweeting all of a sudden and stuff. So, yo, twenty twenty is also a wild ass stuff. Yeah, I don't it, know what the fuck's going on true, out here, bro. And like, um, it was, <laughs> but shit's wild. Yeah, and like just as I, it's also I don't know, man. There's his so many people his like impact. I, is I talked to girl, my my girlfriend, ex girlfriends, I haven't talked to him forever. Like you are right. Like so many people, you know yeah. what I mean. Like then sharing their Kobe stories and like you have like. I think it was Barcelona, like, is, like, putting his jersey up. And, like, it's ins- – like, I literally – can you think of an athlete who would die that would have more impact at this very – just, like – Well, was, yeah, I mean, like, I guess LeBron, I Cristiano still, Ronaldo. Um, yeah, it's true. Soccer. So- I think Messi and Ronaldo, and that's about I it. I think the fact – like – I still think when, Kobe, when you think about athletes, though, it's usually, like, when they pass away, it's usually like when they're 70, older. Yeah. yeah. So, like, especially for the NBA. So, like, when Kobe passes away at fucking 41, it's just, like – what the fuck? But, like this sends like whole Kobe's whole brand though is being invincible though too. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. Like you, I honestly like if someone was like, if you told me a story from five years ago later that like you know you hear all these like modern legends or whatever like yeah Kobe's like helicopter actually almost crashed and like he jumped in and like pulled it to the top. Like oh yeah that sounds like it could happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, the the idea like I don't even yeah like, like two weeks ago he was just literally saving people from a yeah car he was directing accident, car like, directing accidents yeah and like car accidents and, and to shit. watch his whole career to watch him like he was the like. We won't even get into the case and stuff, but this guy was the worst. Everyone hated him and the bounce back to become the Black Mamba and yeah. like, do all that and like, become this like everyone had a Kobe story, like the advice, all this stuff. I, I, I don't even think the reaction to LeBron would be quite the same yet. Like it would still be like, oh, crazy. But like there's just some I, like Kobe's brand being so invincible and always having the answer and fixing things and doing all these things, I think was like literally that part of it screwed up for me the most. Like, not just the fandom of it. Like, Kobe was never my favorite, favorite player. But the way I perceived him was like, man, my life would be so much better if I had Kobe's attitude. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So just, like, that whole, the human His mentality, essentially. Factor, yeah, like, this, just every, like, it's just so ingrained in me. And, like, it just mentally screwed me so hard the last, like, week. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like you said, he's a guy who'd wake up at fucking four in the morning to be dedicated <laughs> towards his craft, um, put up, like, a thousand shots, and then be like, I'm going to do it again, like, literally 20 minutes later or some shit. Like, he would just do the most insane things that you would just never expect from a human being. Um, just to close this out, like like you said, his, like, legacy kind of transcended different sports. Like, I'm I'm surprised. Like, the NHL even fucking recognized him the night he passed and shit like that. And, like, that's a league who... Um, I like I like the sport of hockey, but the league itself, I find it a little bit iffy from time to time, just in how they handle stuff. But um, like kudos to them for every- for for literally giving props to Kobe on that night and like talking to players about Kobe's legacy and stuff like that. Like players who who'd met with him in L.A. and even just not even just players who met with him in L.A., but everyone who they ended up interviewing um, for like a story. Had had a story about Kobe Bryant and how he influenced them and stuff like that. Wayne Gretzky, Tiger Woods, Nadal. Yeah, all those guys spoke out about him and stuff. NASCAR even had shit. Like, the fact that, like, and, like, that, like, honestly, like, and he just has his hands on everything. Just, like, it's just, it's insane. Like, not even to the degree that LeBron or, like, I I still don't, I know Messi and Ronaldo are bigger, but I don't think he has the relationships 
with people like oh, it's the same uh, way, like, yeah, like yeah, other yeah. superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I still feel like Ronaldo kind of looks up to like Kobe and like the way all these other people talk about him. Like Tiger Woods is probably a like great like these athletes are better. Wayne Gretzky is better at his sport. Tiger Woods is better at golf than Kobe is at basketball. But I still always got the feeling that Tiger looked up to Kobe, yeah. which is insane to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like it's just that's what's it's it's the like the human aspect of the person he was not just a basketball player and like those memories that really really the, this age that i'm at screws up it screws with me more at 30 than it does at 16 i think it would because like yeah because when you're younger the you more really ta- yeah it's just like as, as much you feel I'm, I'm going into adulthood like you know what i mean i'm when no, I'm you're, the, you're already there bro no no about? come on this is like <laughs> no, no come on it's man cha- it's let, me hold, differently. let me hold I'm on to my youth G- like he had gg at my oh age, no no like, yeah i mean yeah you're you're still young as, but, like technically but you're you're an adult like yeah, no, I, but you're, we're supposed to be adults since we're wasted. 19. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get wasted. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you can't get wasted and have the excuse that, like, oh, I don't know my, what my drinking limit is, is my uh, point. Yeah, I mean. Like, you can't just do it that It changes, part. though. Like, now they're like, I'm 30. I didn't know my limit anymore. Yeah, like, like you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, but, I can and so, I have. But, no, anyway, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess we got to go into other stuff, but. Yeah, we do. We should, we should move I'm on. I'm probably just going to, like, break in. To Kobe stuff, story stuff. It's too, still. it's sad that the last time the Shaq spoke to him was in 2016 when he retired. Wait, I don't think hey, that's what I was trying to get. I don't think that was the last time. That's what he said though. He sp- I think it was the last time they spoke about whatever they wanted to. Sp- I we got to look at that because I saw I saw that too, and then someone explained that that's not what he meant. Like they've spoken since, but it was like the last like meaningful maybe conversation. Con- okay, maybe or, or in person. Like, conversation I mean, he's talking to his kid the day of. So. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe like they text back and forth. Maybe they I'm haven't just, really. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but that's just what he had said. Um, and then like, fuck Ari Shafir for his don't stupid even ass joke, man. But, like that, like yeah, don't even with that. Like, <laughs> yo, okay, it's I, all I didn't want to get into this quickly, but so this was this is actually screwed me up quickly. Last thing, so I know this girl who was she doesn't like sports or anything, and I, we we were like close at one point, and she had been the v- victim of a sexual assault. Yeah. And she blasted me, yo, on for inbox Kobe. message. Yeah. And at first, I got so defensive. So, like, I didn't say it yet, but, like, I was going to be – my immediate reaction was to go in on this girl. Yeah. Like, to be like, who do you think you are? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, but I know for a fact what she's Toxic been through. Toxic masculinity. But, like, I mean, to be fair, like, she didn't handle it very maturely either. I know. I'm, I was but, a, that yeah, was but, a joke. But that was like, no, no, I know. But, like – and I was just like, don't joke about something like this so serious, okay? <laughs> and then so I sat, I sat back. I didn't say all the right things, but, like, I didn't get defensive of Kobe, like, necessarily. I was like, yeah. it's a very com- confusing emotional state for me because I know, like, I, I, it's I, part I, I of realize story. it's not perfect. I didn't yeah. want to get into any of that. And it was actually, like, my first adult, like, first time I've caught myself. Like, normally I would just blast it in this girl. And I'm like, this is, like, my and, – and it's made me – Think about a lot of things that I would have never thought about the next couple of days. I wouldn't have really even thought about that without this conversation, too. So it's like, but it's also added to the complexity of considering my emotions now. Yeah. Because I'm now dealing with like semi guilt and stuff as well. And I don't want to get this on the podcast with enough time in that, but it's also something that's made it even more difficult to, like, I'm going to grieve and stuff, but it's made my grieving even more complicated. Fair enough. Well said. Growth. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that that's pretty much all we gotta say for the Kobe topic. Uh just rest in peace, rest Kobe. In peace, yeah. Rest in peace, Gianna and all the other Man, people who ended kids, up who, who ended up losing their lives in that tragic situation. 
Um, I definitely do. But <laughs> holding on to your kid like that, though? I know that's like the that's the saddest part than me thinking about the whole. Who crash, would you want holding but... on to you right before you die more than Kobe though, and telling he was gonna be okay? <laughs> Seriously, I'd take Kobe over my own dad. Oh, my dad said, "Like nigga, you lie." Um, probably my mom. My mom. My mom's very supportive, so I'd probably say her. Um, uh, that would probably, I have my mom's supportive too, but I'm not gonna believe <laughs> shit she says. She always says it's okay. It's never okay, Noel. It's never. It never works out the way you say it's gonna work out. Yo, what's wrong? You said I would have been employed by now. That you lied about that. You can cut that out. My mom might listen. <laughs> what's wrong with this guy, man? All right, let's move on to another topic. Something a little bit more lighthearted. Um. We talked about this a little bit off the podcast, but we got to stop that stupid-ass Justin Bernandez guy who does a one-minute songs from artists you on Twitter. He's fucking trash, bro. He was good at first, but ever since he did the Young Thug one, he's been really trash at doing them. So I hate seeing his videos. He I thought he was stop. like, see, if anyone asked me, I've only seen two, and if you asked me, I would have just quit how dope he is because <laughs> the two, though, were really good that I saw. Yeah, I mean, he's he's done good ones in the past, but now it's just like... It's such a trope now, and it's just like, bro, you're not, you're not, it's not good anymore. Yeah. Give it up. But, I mean, is that really fair to say? <laughs> no, because, I mean, he's got, like, two I shouldn't be shitting on him, but, I, okay, just me personally, it's not for me. I don't like it, all right? Um, I think it's, it wears off, too. Like, there's yeah. that trope, like, it's finished. Like, he's got to, and you got to wonder, like, why don't someone like that, like, why has he made his own music? Like, I That's another like, thing, because he's an artist himself, so he, he, like, Essentially, at the end of the not end of the videos, but on his page, he directs you to go look at his uh, music career or whatever, whatever he's trying to do. So, um, I mean, like it's a good way to market it. I just think that it's kind of corny at this yeah. point. That's just my take on it. Uh, Party next door, Toronto Zone has decided to move his album to February, even though it's not like we knew that it was going to drop in January. Like he put no official statement saying he was going to drop his album in January. But according to him, he had to push it back to February because he has to do some last-minute things to make the album sound better. The album will be titled Party Mobile. And, yeah, he says he's, adding, he says he's adding the finishing touches. Personally, I believe it's going to drop on Valentine's Day because that's a Friday and that's usually when music gets released. Party Next Door makes R&B music, which is perfect to get a Valentine's Day weekend started. Um so yeah, I think it's probably going to come out on Valentine's Day. What do you have expect like expectation wise for this album? Because he's been gone for so fucking long. He gave us that two pack a couple months ago. Um, uh, I still, I still, I still stick to this testament of um, the news being better than uh, loyal. Loyal grew on me so much. I'm not gonna lie. It is so also it's also much. grown on me a lot more as well too. But I still think the news is a better song, just in terms of like the aspect of dropping it. But I, I can see loyal being a way better single, yeah, just because obviously sound. you have Even Drake and I heard the sound. both. I like news more. Um, but I was like, as yeah. soon as I heard it, I was like, loyal has more radio. more radio appeal yeah, and stuff for like sure. that. Um, I, I, news I, I really liked, and then I like I loyal. I was like, whatever. And then I listened to news for like two weeks and like normal length that I listened to songs and then moved on. And then like um, I kept hearing Loyal though. And then it like sounded almost like a new song the next time I heard it in the new year. Yeah. I was like, oh, this actually slaps. It does. Yeah. yeah, It does sound a lot better. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I didn't watch the video, but it looked a little bit weird. It was weird, but. I didn't click on it. It was, Um, yeah, it was Clay Animation. Yeah, yeah, Claymation. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things you watch once. Like, oh, this is corky. And then you never watch it. I'm not going to go back and watch. Fucking Gumby for a second 
<laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So what are you expecting? Because do you, I don't think News is gonna make the album. I don't think that's gonna be an album song. Uh, Loyal for sure is because that's a single. Yeah, I think so. Is it like? Do you think it's gonna be in the same vein of that kind of music, or like I don't I don't know what to expect from him this yeah, time around. To be honest, like the, he's just been gone for so long. I don't know what the fuck like he's the been up to. Sounds changed so much too, and that too, like, yeah. Just the R and B, and like he had that kind of like almost like weekendy when he first dropped whatever, and then I, I don't know. That's a hard one too. I don't really like know what to expect either because it's been. It's not like we've heard his sound progress. It kind of just he had a sound, and it stopped, and yeah. then he kind of disappeared. We had some throw. Other people kind of took up on his sound and like yeah, changed it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and it's so. like the whole situation was so bizarre. And like I honestly don't think it's everyone always gives Drake shit for like being like oh he doesn't push him enough, but I feel I like, mean he doesn't though. But I feel <laughs> like this one criticism. was on. I feel like this one is on Party Next. Oh door. no, like, th- yeah, this one is a hundred percent on I'm Party. Saying. No, yeah, that's one for certain artists. But like I feel like he's had gas for so long. This is actually on him, though. I'm not willing to give Drake shit for this one. Other artists for sure, a hundred percent. So yeah, I, I really don't know what to expect. I, I I like Loyal, and it's really grown on me. It's one of my favorite songs right now. But also, I get pretty tired of an album of that kind of sound. That's really not my. Vibe. Yeah, I'm over the whole dance hall type reference, yeah, to be I, honest. I, I think I, that phase is completely Yeah, the only guy still writing that is like Tyga right now. So, <laughs> fuck, do you hear that Hey Macarena song? Yet? No, I did not. But apparently it slaps in the clubs, it, though. It, yeah, people, I've seen videos. People, it's catchy, but <laughs> I've just, seen like, videos. I can't stop forgetting that I'm listening to hey, a remix of Hey Macarena. <laughs> it's insane. So, I, I, don't even get me started on Tyga. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I, I don't know what to expect, really. Like, I guess I'm, like, I'm not really like. I'm gonna check it out for sure when it drops. Yeah, I'm not anticipating. I am a nice surprise, maybe, probably, hopefully. I'm a, I'm a huge party fan. I, I liked his his last two like EPs that he put out, um, or at least I like songs off of those last two EPs. The thing that's confusing to me is that like throughout that entire two year stint or whatever, how long he was gone for, um, was that like ex- like was that explicitly stated that he was working on an album? Like I think that's what's assumed. But, I mean, he, he also does writing. So, I, I just figured throughout that entire time, he was just writing for other people and was just kind of done with putting out his own music because he wasn't really doing anything in terms of dropping his own tracks and stuff. So, I pretty much figured out that, like, or not figured out. I pretty much figured that Party just kind of moved on to just being a writer for other people more so than making his own yeah, music. It definitely just seemed like someone um, wasn't interested in being famous. Like, yeah. You know? So, like, I was just like, like he just kind of, like, faded out of the so game. Hard, bro. Like, your career could be like where the weekend is right now. Like, I don't think so. I, th- like, I don't think he ever really reached that okay, level. Okay, but his buzz was for R and B. Okay, I think his buzz was big, yeah, but I don't weekend. think it okay, was like. Yeah, okay, I not- don't think it was superstardom levels. I always but- felt like no matter as good as the projects he's put out, I always felt like he kind of, um, kind of like stuck himself in the whole lane of, uh, like I guess uh, not underground R and B, but like not not superstar yeah, R and B. Yeah, like yeah. he he seemed more to be like the internet's like guy. Like on the internet, people praise Party Next Door, but when it comes to actually being in person, I guess because What's he's from Toronto, he's not he's not really the biggest. What's a good? I know there's an R and B. I want to. Anyways, but in R and B or in rap, I guess either one really. But like, but okay. The reason why is I thought he was at first though when he wasn't putting. I thought he was going for that. Like, remember how like mysterious the weekend was for the yeah, first. Yeah, like, like you didn't know what his you face know, you didn't know what he was. You didn't like, look, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it kind of seemed like he didn't even like he just want to put out music and not was. like be and now he's in movies and shit. Like you never thought that guy was gonna be that guy. Yeah, you know he's gonna be always that kind of like mysterious, like chubby light skin. You don't even know is that. Like I remember when I go see his first concert, I still didn't even know what he looked like. The lights were low and like. Well, anyways, um, but. Then it just kind. Of, then he started getting the vibe that like 
uh, party next door just doesn't have a good work ethic type thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, which I don't think is the case. I just think he. But I, I never like takes his time and does stuff differently. I feel like if I'm getting a buzz that hard, man, like I could never waste it. Like to get that hard, like I, feel, I just feel like that was one of the biggest buzz wastes. I guess he's still relevant now, so maybe it wasn't. But no, I, I know what you mean. At the peak, at the yeah, peak, just, like, he could have. It was almost like I would have went like level. rogue. Even if Drake was telling me not to, I would have like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be famous. Like you know what I mean? Like. I mean like, that that could be that's another essentially what the weekend did, didn't he? Though, like, that could, yeah, that could Drake to like, yeah, that could be another factor that maybe like party, um, party's relationship with Drake maybe kind of stifled his his uh, yeah his which, growth a little bit as well. Or too. he's maybe just content, like shit. He still probably like makes good. Or money. yeah, yeah, exactly. He could just be fine with where he is right now. Um, because yeah, like you said, the weekend had, had said that he didn't want it. Like the weekend thought he could be a superstar and he made it. Um, so that's the reason why he didn't want to stay signed. That's the reason why he didn't want to sorry sign to OVO. Yeah. Good um, play. In the first place. Didn't think it was at the time, but I mean, yeah, bet on yourself is is what they say nowadays. A lot so. of people really shouldn't bet on themselves. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say this last tidbit too, as well, too. <laughs> That's what it's like. Like, like tell David Rubin to bet on himself, like, dude. You can't throw shots like that, bro. Just randomly out the blue. Pat Stubbins um, <laughs> bet on himself. No one likes you, bro. <laughs> Don't bet on yourself. I'm betting against you. Who's taking odds? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm betting against you. That's pretty fucking funny. Holy shit. That's pretty funny. Um, And I'm only going to allow it because you have some, like, a little bit of beef towards him. Um, But yeah, no. Joe, Joe Budden has this theory that The weekend doesn't really fuck with Party Next Doors. And he's been, like, kind of throwing these low key shades at him towards him. So, like, Whenever Party drops a song, like the weekend's right there to drop his song or whatever. Yeah, and kind okay, of stifle, I heard about that. I didn't kind, really yeah, notice, kind, but. kind of stifle on his thing. So it's going to be interesting because the weekend obviously dropped his single last year, um, and we we obviously know that he's going to be dropping an album really soon, definitely in 2020. So with the weekend announcing that he's going to drop in February, I want to know if. The weekend is probably going to plan something for Valentine's Day as well, too, if this does come out on Valentine's Day, and maybe drop a single or drop an album think, or something. I don't, like, I, think I, don't, I don't think it's going to be the album, I but I do, think, Joe, like, I, I do think Joe is tripping a little bit, but I do think that he has some validity. Like and the weekend's if, like if that Columbia, I'd be like, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this next door nigga, like this billion-dollar company. Just like, Well, you know, because he, 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 like... It's not so much that he hates them. He's just like, they're in competition with each other. Like, they're not on the same label. They're from the same city. So it's just like, I don't want someone from my city. They're not on the same label, right? No. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. I don't want someone from my city blowing up and, like, it's getting more, attitude. getting some buzz. I mean, it's not like, I don't think he, I, like, I don't think he's sitting It's just competitive. Doing drugs. It's yeah, yeah, it's a competitive thing. I don't think he's sitting doing drugs being like, yo, fuck, buddy, next door <laughs> every fucking moment. Same, but Pat like, Stuthers at Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Like he's not he's he doesn't have like a draft board on his fucking uh mansion wall or whatever and like writing every single yeah, yeah. scheme but on how to just beat like, party. It's whatever. But I think he just he's just it's in com- a comp like, yeah, in a competition level he throws which some Which is stuff. almost good, I think. Like really. And I mean there's enough on the table for them both to eat. I think it could be good for both you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. dropping around the same time with artists getting buzzed for like so like we're talking about uh party next door more because of the weekend now, like rather than less. So True. It's whatever. Like, as long as you do, you know, as long as you're not blackballing people and stuff, I have no problem with that type of attitude. 
Like unless you're telling people strictly not to work with someone or taking away or taking away opportunities, to, yeah, to play or that. I have no problem with like competitiveness and even throwing shots at each other. But it's, in a way, he is taking away money out of his pocket, though. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I, like if he drops an album and then and then the weekend throws out his music on the same day, like not not his album, but throws out like a single. But I think the way like the street, like the things for me, and I think a lot of people now, like we're not going in to whatever like the store and have with our fifteen dollars being like we can only pick one. You know what True. I mean? Like I if I'm on Spotify, I'm more like like to check the weekend and you tell me that like I'm more likely to down go on and download new music two at the same time and just all listen to it later type thing. Whereas like I, I don't think that's as applicable anymore. I don't know if they maybe you know what I mean? Like I think it can shade a little bit though. Yeah, I'm sure there's still like Oh but, you can definitely decrease like those first week numbers that matter so much to these artists. I still think they're tinkering though, like A and R's and stuff, trying to figure out that they can probably use this like the same way like 50 cent though and kanye like they added to the album sales back in the day when they went head to head like that yeah you know what i mean like so which <laughs> i mean to an extent it did but to an extent it was kind of stupid because they were on this i'm pretty sure they're under the same like parent company yeah. or label it worked at the same first time. week but long yeah term probably exactly like that like that would just kill their think, numbers but like afterwards. i still think it's still like terrible i think there's enough room for the like, eating like yeah, like you said. I mean, maybe he's trying to be like a little, but I don't think he's straight up being like no one work with them and stuff. Even if you're hating on him a bit, everyone hates. Like everyone has a bit of hate in their soul. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. So you know what I mean? Like he's like, I want to drop this. Like the, it's not like that bad. Like as long as he's not going into like Columbia. I don't know why like, everyone hates kills me right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's terrible to say, but it's true. Like. So. Yeah, like you hate Russ. <laughs> oh my god, do you see the tweet? He's got I, an I album. He's got an album coming out of the way. Did no, you, what was it, the one with both? Yeah, there's that one, and there's one like 2020 is so bad so far, and they're like, Kobe oh died. yeah, with yeah, the Russ album, yeah, 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 yeah. that was pretty funny, dude. I was actually laughing. I was laughing so hard at that one. And the people, like, people start like like defending Russ, and like it's funny. Like he's an he's an arrogant asshole. I don't want his career like over. He, I just he has he he has the right to be in a sense, but to yeah. a degree. But I also have the right to be like it's obnoxious. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like I, again, I, I actually I hate him. I don't know. Like, I was like I don't hate him. I hate him. <laughs> no, yeah, I hate him do. so much. Like, He's like Gary Vee. If he never you. sold another, I hate Russ more than Gary Vee. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> like Gary Vee is just selling me nothing. Russ is trying to sell me something. Like I hate Russ. Gary Vee's selling you inspiration. Yeah, but I don't like you know I go on Instagram. It's like sixty second video. Like Russ is out here with music and he's ruining <laughs> verses, universes. Well, wait, universes. what verse did he ruin? And he just ruined it. Like he's ruined the sanctity of hip hop. <laughs> um, I know. Last week I mentioned that no one listens to Selena Gomez. I'm gonna bring this up next week because um, because I have a lot to say about it. Um, but apparently I do listen to Selena Gomez, which is kind of funny. But to me, like, I've never really met someone in person who listens to Russ. The only person who told me about Russ was one of my friends back in the day who showed me who Russ was originally. And I always felt kind of odd listening to his music. I'm like, there's something off about this guy's music that I just, like, it just doesn't resonate with me. But like I said, I have gained respect for where he's come from and his work ethic. And I just personally give zero fucks about his music at this point because I just don't think his music appeals to me. And I don't know other people who it appeals to either because I never hear his music out anywhere. Like, I don't hear it in clubs. I don't hear it at people's parties. I don't really, well, I don't really listen to the radio. So I don't know if it's on the radio, but I doubt it really is. Um, he's just kind of like the opposite of Kanye West to me. Like, I'll check for Kanye's music because of Kanye's past legacy. But when it comes to Kanye's personal matters, I really just don't give a fuck about it whatsoever. I respect Russ on a personal level, but when it comes to his music, he can keep that. 
I don't give a fuck about his music I, I, whatsoever. I don't respect his, like... like act- other than Hakeem, I've yet to meet anyone else who knows or who, like, actively bumps yeah, Russ. I've got to confront Hakeem about this, dude. And lets Hakeem, me know you that... I keep forgetting. And it seems like know. he's such a, like, nice, dope, supportive person. No, he is. He's cool. But, but, but this is... This, that's how much I hate Russ, though, because I might have to block him. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly our relationship. Like, he's cool, and, like, we fuck, we fuck with a lot of shit on, on uh, music. Well, that came out... Mad weird. We we fuck with a lot of shit on music, um, but we do have a lot of opposite takes. And like Russ is one of those things I just can never agree with him when it comes to music. But it is what it is. Um, we have about like five or six minutes left. There's a bunch of stuff I do want to get to. Um, Orlando Brown claims that Nick Cannon gave him head. For those of you who don't know, Orlando Brown was Eddie that on That's So, so Raven. I, I remember on, we talked about we were going to talk about this. But I was like, it wasn't that so zoned Raven. out. And then you're just like, yeah, Orlando Brown gave Nick Cannon. I told, we only talked about this like an hour ago that we talked about this, so you didn't even blindside me, but you just blindsided me so hard with that sentence. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It seems like since 2009, every, or sorry, 2019, every year has to have some kind of dick-sucking Story that just like they're never pops good off. ones though. <laughs> no, last year's Firefest festival was one of the best. It made a whole meme uh, about <laughs> sucking dick. So yeah, <laughs> and like but trying to get tragic. Jo- yeah, like the guy was trying to get jobs. Five minutes away from getting raped. Like, like and well, we all mean it was shit. hypothetical. It wasn't gonna happen. I mean, but we but memed was, the shit he, out of it. If we believe what he said, like we're 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 memeing a possible rape. Like, oh man, that was crazy. That I, well, he was willingly gonna do it, so it wasn't gonna yeah, be. Yeah, but right. it's sexual. <laughs> It was, yeah, more of an assault than anything. It's a gray area. Um, it's a Kobe. But yeah, I, I was going to read the whole thing. There's, there's not much time left that we have. Um, but basically, Nick Cannon, didn't, uh, Nick Cannon came out and posted on IG a story about helping Orlando Brown because he seems to be in a position where he needs further help. Yesterday was Mental Health Awareness yo, by Bell Have Let's you listened Talk, to his music, um, though? Who Orlando, Orlando Brown can spit, yo. Go, oh, dude, go. he did the well when he did that rap on that soul raven. I knew he had skills from that. No, but that he shit goes was hot, like he like he does like old school like West Coast. Like he'll never, no one will like it'll listen won't. to him. Cause yeah, he's wild. no, but even then, it's not like appealing. It's like like early two thousands like West Coast style. But he can rap. That's what's so funny. Like he's completely insane. Oh, like completely off his. Like he's obviously mentally ill. Yeah, but then he'll go off and like so. kill bars though. <laughs> like and so it's, you're always like so like it's crazy. Like um, how do you even like was that your age around? You guys watch? That's all Raven? Like Orlando Brown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I grew up on him. Like I was watching that shit when I was like 10, 12 years old, shit like that. Um Wait, wait so did Nick Cannon defend it? like was like we need to get him help and then Orlando Brown was yeah, like Yeah, so Nick, and he, he No, no, so so Orlando Brown came out with the story first and okay. then in response it's so much Nick Cannon's like Nick Cannon's like we need to get Orlando Brown out, but he's like <laughs> oh, yeah, I suck Nick, Nick yeah. Cannon's dick. Like, well, no, Nick Cannon sucked his dick. Okay. Um I wanted to clarify on that, but <laughs> So, yeah, Nick Cannon said we need to get him help. He goes to this whole post on Instagram. You can go check it out on his page. He basically says um, we should help this dude. The brother needs help, blah, blah, blah. But throughout the entire long paragraph that he wrote as a caption for why we need to help Orlando Brown, the funniest thing to me is that he never denied the fact <laughs> that Orlando that he gave Orlando Brown head. So it's like, oh, <laughs> why didn't did you he say not, Did he actually he not? Just, yeah, he just never said, he never denied it. He's never like, oh, but I didn't suck his dick or anything towards the end of it. He literally just said how we need to get him help. So it's like, it's still possible. Like Orlando Brown's story could still be factual here. You never denied it. So that was just the funniest thing to me. Um, oh, yeah. I did have a list of original beats, but I think I'll save that for next week because it's a story that can that can be transcended towards podcasts. I think we're going to end on the coronavirus. Um Real quick, I think Gabe said he had a bunch of shit to say about the coronavirus. I had a pretty wild take, but I'm going to keep it off the air because I couldn't formulate it in a way that didn't sound 
uh, racist to anyone out there. It's not that it is racist. It just like treads the line of racism to an extent. If you want to hear it, you can hit me up on Instagram, pops.culture, and slide in the DMs and ask me about it. Or see me in person and I'll tell you about it whenever my foot is fully healed. I will tell you the story about the coronavirus. Are we, so we're not taking but, any takes on it? No, no, we have takes on it. I'm just okay. not giving my take that I said earlier about the racism. I'm part, actually the being the PC part. one on this. Um, but yeah, you can go. Give your PC take I, on the coronavirus. It just and, I mean, it's not even PC. It just... It doesn't even bother me. And, like, honestly, the hypocrisy, though, of this, like, people are like, oh, like, like, white people kiss dogs in the mouth. And so, like, oh, it's like bat soup and stuff. Like, you eat swine. Like, you know, dirty pig is. Yo, did you see the video of the the dude who let a dog lick milk out of his mouth? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I said that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of, that shit's fucking like, filthy. But, but like, I, like, as Americans, like, oh, and then, like, just, like, then the stereotypes, I'm like, North Americans eat, like, trash, yo. Like, so my, I'm, like, I live right by, like, Koreatown and Chinatown. And, like, the healthy and, like, portions and everything is so much better than the garbage, like, we eat and stuff, too. And, like, just, like, everything and people giving a shit. Like, I was just, like, you know, like, there's a billion people. Of course, diseases are going to come from China. Like. Oh, yeah. There's, like, billions of people in China is what you mean. Yeah. And I, and then people just freaking out. Like, I don't know. We're, like, we're millennials and Gen Zs. We, like, all we talk about is wanting to die and how terrible <laughs> our lives are. And then we're going to get, like, when when real shit happens. I'm so scared. Uh, yeah, like, honestly, whenever bring I hear... Bring that shit my way, Whenever man, I like, hear these stories, I honestly don't get... I'm on the subway, think, open mouth. <laughs> Ew, that's disgusting. I don't give it's a always shit. the last place you should be open mouth. Yeah, I know. Like, I got a homeless filthy. guy spinning. <laughs> Ew. Yo, it's why I saw a homeless guy just spit on someone a couple days ago. Oh, that's that's disgusting. Yeah, that's I'm killing that person. But like, yeah, if that, oh, if, yeah, if I'm, throwing hands, I'm throwing hands. I'm throwing hands. Like, like any other that's reason, like a homeless like, person could like try and like stab me, and I probably wouldn't be as mad as they spat on. Yeah, me. spinning like, is the absolute worst. Yeah, like I just like I don't care. People like leave the homeless guy alone. Next to like the feces throwing dude, like that's also yeah. that's also grounds for getting beat up. But I feel like almost um, yeah, like oh. That almost you throw feces on me. No, I no, kill. no, no. I said that I'll kill you. I'll no. murder you. Like I, I would murder you. Like because my my is reputation's worse, over. Is it worse than spinning? No. You know everyone in the universe. Well, like I, you know you kind of deserve it more if you get shit on you because like I feel like there's a whole process. Like you're sitting there, homeless guy shits his hand and then throws. Like spinning can come out of nowhere. You're like you got attacked. But like if you're engaging with someone long enough for them to shit on you. How is how is shitting someone expected? There's no, more, no. It's more your fault for letting it happen. Like I'm gonna victim blame more if you get shit on. Okay, I, I get. Like spit. Like you're saying subway like it's like like okay like gross and i can't like there's nothing you could do like you just but like the homeless guys has like yell at you like there's a whole process he gets his own feces out like there's like you know what i mean but also about bad part your your rep like imagine me that girl at u of t who had the feces thrown on her she has to change universities does she that's not her fault yeah but yeah that's not her fault, but you have to go. I'm not going to go date her. You're 20 years old. You know how kids are. They're like, who are you dating? Like, Sharon. She's like, oh, the girl got, like, shit on in the library? Like, your, your whole career is over. I don't think so. It is. I think, I think you can get over that because you're the victim in that situation. You, you're the victim. You feel bad for them, but I'm not, like, I'm still you're, – you're thinking about 19-year-olds right now, though. We're not, like, adults – like okay, well, I mean, children. They're the, immature. The entire, shit. the entire university is not nineteen. They're all everyone. Well, it's okay. I'm guessing it's an undergrad, like 22, 23 years. Yeah, so anywhere from that range. So yes. immature. I'm saying, and like I don't know. Like my whole university experience was so immature. Like girls, like oh, she slept with Ryan. I'm not like near that. Like imagine now she slept with Ryan and she has shit thrown on her. Like start over. Go to like transfer to York. Like new life. Mm-hmm. 
You're being, to an extent, you're, you're, you're using your adult mind. I know right now. that's true. You're, your right, problem, you're right. You're right. Like, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's like this is your problem. Right <laughs> yeah, now. you're I, not on my level yeah, of immaturity. I've never bro. laughed so I can just empathize with with the seventeen year old. No, no, because I, I was gonna say we definitely were we definitely were um, immature in university because I remember there was a story about a girl who shit on her lawn, <laughs> and she was she's probably one of like, the hottest girls that I met in university. And like I'd, I like I'd party with her friends, like not so much her. Like she's been at some of the parties I've been to, a couple times. I remember one night when she wasn't there. Like the story, like they told us about the story, and you that just this yeah, that just changed yeah. how I looked at her. Ever since then, I was just like the fact that she went home and shat on her lawn, and then went back inside and just fell asleep and passed out. I was just like, yeah, you're you're no longer attractive to me whatsoever. Yeah, anymore. like it just it just changes like, how you, like there's no. I'm not saying she couldn't overcome it, but why like. You're, I could see someone using. Yeah, I could see someone using. Go an excuse, but I mean, she's the victim. That's the only reason why I'm saying she's that. A it's not I'm not saying shame her, but you're still not gonna like it. It's just a matter of the fact, the way it is. I'm not saying it's good. It's great. That's just how kid, young people are. Sure. I mean, I'll give I'll give you some. It's of a game changer, man. Um, little. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just go on. Little Wayne is set to drop his album tomorrow, uh, which is Friday for those who end up listening on Thursday. His album will drop on Friday. Uh, it's his 13th studio album. It's titled Funeral, which I mean will probably be his last studio album, I guess. The artwork is kind of cool. Uh, if you flip, It says Funeral, but if you flip it upside down, it spells Little Wayne. There was a fan one that was made with Little Wayne in a casket. And then another Wayne at the microphone about to rap on it. Um, so, like, Wayne's in the microphone, which is a casket. And then, like, a bigger Wayne is, like, rapping into the microphone, which I thought was super dope. Um, it's expected to sound more like today's music in comparison to Carter Five, which sounded a little bit dated because it was an album that he made so long ago and probably, like, tried to update a little bit towards the end. But this one's supposed to sound like current music. There's a lot of features on it, which is somewhat shocking because Wayne is someone who doesn't seem to really, like, He's cool with people. He's cool with artists and stuff like that, but he doesn't seem to fuck with the younger generation as much. But he does have quite a few younger generation guys on this. Um, I would personally rather hear an album where it's mostly Wayne, more so than having features. But I mean, we'll see what happens. The most surprising thing is that Drake is not featured on this album, which begs my question, which I keep bringing back because Wayne was not featured on Scorpion. And it seems like the two of them have not been on each other's projects for like the past three or four years. Like, Views didn't have Wayne on it either. Um, so it's like, what is the relationship at this point? Because they, they keep claiming that they're, they're cool with each other and they're tight. And maybe it has to do with some contractual shit that they can't really make music together. I don't know. Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Or maybe they have some kind of beef over something that they just haven't made public. But it is really suspicious that for the past four years, these guys who have claimed to be like brothers... Have not made a song together, um, have they not? and have not been featured on each other's tracks at all. Is it nothing? Nothing. They like Wayne. Like Drake's used Wayne's vocals, like from other songs, and put them on like, put them as like clips in his music and yeah. shit like that. But it, they've never made a song since, huh. other than D Six, um, Dedication Six Reloaded, where both of them were on Family Feud. Outside of that, they haven't been on each other's like studio albums at all for the past uh, four years. Maybe just like. A progression thing. I don't know. I don't. I, That's I, insane, though. Like you guys claim your brothers, but you haven't put 
You haven't laid a verse. Like, it doesn't even cost anything for them to make a verse. Sounds each like other. their sounds are dated together or something. I don't think that's it. I think Maybe they. Sec- I think. I think they secretly have some kind of issue with their relationship. I think. I don't. But they just could, kept it private. That's the only all. Only thing is. I could think of is like. Yeah, I mean, I think they can still have love for each other. Yeah, I think something didn't. Yeah, they, go you great. can still have love for someone. And yeah, like I not, think something yeah, didn't there's, there's go something great. But I generally think like one of them reached. out was like, "Yo, we really, really need to get on a track." Like, we're still gonna see Wayne and Drake tracks. You think so? Yeah, for sure. There's oh, like because it it's been. Some I mean, time. it won't might not be when they peak or something, but one of them's gonna need like you know what I mean, like when Drake's like falling off or something or like. Well, if if by the time Drake is falling off, Wayne would have been falling off. Yeah, so but people long still ago, check. So. I guarantee you, they'll do a song together. There'll probably be a song on this album. I just said there's no Drake feature. The, there's gonna be well, surprise. I mean, this, we don't know. This track list is also not. Has confirmed. It been confirmed? Yeah, it's not yeah, confirmed. There we go. So I don't know if there's no Drake feature, but from the early release, it looks pretty credible. And uh, there isn't a Drake feature, which is super shocking. I don't know. That's not a big deal. But yeah, um, there's we, a couple other stories, but we'll leave them for next week. Yeah, um, bullshit network. Right yeah, now. Gabe's got some shit, a lot of shit to do. Uh, we've also been on for an hour, so I feel like this is enough time. You guys have heard us. Uh, just to reiticize, we are back. Or sorry, we are now on Stitcher. So if anyone listens on that application, you can check us out there. Um, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe on all our major streaming platforms. So wherever you listen to us, either give us a follow, either subscribe, uh, rate five stars, and like our shit. That's iTunes, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher now. And SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. <laughs> Somehow I always forget some of these. Um, just to end this episode, we are going to leave 24 seconds of silence in tribute and memory of Kobe Bryant and all those who passed away in the tragic helicopter accident. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. And, yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.